What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a franchise that has had a huge impact on me in just a short amount of time, and that is the Yakuza series. Now, if you're a fan of the show, or you're just finding me, and you're kind of looking through my backlog, you'll notice a review for Yakuza 0, Kiwami, Kiwami 2, Judgment, and Yakuza 6, which I dropped about a month ago, because I've started playing these games since June of 2019, and I've just fallen in love with them. I'm actually hoping to pick up the Yakuza collection pretty soon. That includes 3, 4, and 5 and get to play those. That way I get Kiru's entire story. From, you know, the prequel of Yakuza 0 all the way through his quote-unquote retirement in Yakuza 6. Now let's kind of go back. When the first one came out, I kind of recognized it. But I kind of thought of more of like a GTA in Japan type deal. So I didn't really put much thought into it. It honestly wasn't until... 2011 when I came across Yakuza Dead Souls that I kind of was interested because at that point in time zombies were like the in game like I mean we had them in from Call of Duty to Red Dead Redemption to just any and all kind of games had something to do with zombies so to see you know this Dead Souls game I'm not going to say I wanted to play it but it had me interested it had me actually read the review about it and just kind of sat there and kind of got in my mind of That'd be kind of fun to play. Well, as I'm sitting there looking at those games, at that time, it's not like you could just go to GameStop too often and find a Yakuza games. They weren't that big in the U.S. like they are kind of getting there now. So they just always kind of sat there. It's like, oh, that sounds cool. Wasn't sure what it was. And then in 2016, sometime October, November, Yakuza 5 was actually free with PlayStation Plus. However, in the ultimate kick to the shorts, it became downloadable about a day before my PlayStation Plus expired. So unfortunately, I got to download it and never even got to play it. But that really got it in the back of my mind. What was this series? Next thing you know, a few months later, Yakuza 0 is releasing in early 2017. And it kind of went into that someday section of like games I want to play in my mind. You know what I mean? Throughout 2017, throughout 2018, I've watched the review a few times. I'm doing research on Reddit and different you know, websites and social media posts going, hey, what is this game? What can I expect from this game? Most people said, hey, it's very similar to Shinmu. It's like a spiritual successor to that series. Unfortunately, I, I didn't have a Dreamcast and I, I never played Shinmu, so I didn't really know at all what to expect. I just knew it wasn't going to be Grand Theft Auto Japan. So I decided that that year, you know what, I'm going to put Yakuza 0 on my Christmas list and let's see what happens. And sure enough, I ended up getting it. Now, when I finally got to playing it in June of 2019, I got to say, I just, I knew I was into something. I knew I was finding a new franchise for me. But I just, I, I look back on it and I think, wow, I played a lot of Yakuza in a very short amount of time when you break down how many hours I've spent into each game over a year. But that being said, you know what? This has been a long, roughly eight-year journey from kind of finding out about the series and really looking into it to actually playing it and actually really kind of experiencing Yakuza 0. So what I want to do is I want to take a moment and I want to break down the games and not really review them. You can find all those reviews, like I said, on this channel. But I really want to talk about each title and what those titles the five that i played what sticks out on my mind maybe something that if you're kind of curious about the games as they've gotten more and more popular might kind of inspire you to try them out 
So with that being said, let's start with Yakuza 0, and let's talk about what these games bring to me, bring to the table, make me want to play. Alright guys, so starting with Yakuza 0, it's such an interesting game for me. Because not only is it one of the better rated games of the series, it's also a great jumping on point for people that's never played it. Because this is one of the best examples of, in any medium, books, movies, TV shows, whatever, that they do like a prequel that actually perfectly matches up to the first game in the series. And that's what it does. It sets up Yakuza 1 or Yakuza Kiwami in a great way. But jumping onto it is a great way to be exposed to the series as well. I mean, you've got a story-driven game. There's a brawling aspect to the series. It's fully in Japanese. There's side jobs for the two characters you switch between. And ultimately, every aspect of the game is just done so well, from graphics to gameplay to story to level design. Like, I mean, it's all such a... I don't, I don't know what to say, man. Top-notch. I mean, it's absolutely... Just an amazing game. But the biggest takeaway for me is the story. I just love the way the story shows this young Kiru trying to unravel this murder mystery tried to, tied to a back alley. Meanwhile, you're also controlling a normal acting Majima as he's caught up protecting a young blind girl. Now, I didn't know much going into this game, but I knew enough to know Majima is supposed to be very charismatic, very out there. But here he is very reserved. And it was really cool seeing how they explain why he goes from reserved to being the charismatic, outgoing guy you get to eventually meet. And the other cool thing is just the way these two stories interacted with each other. You kept wanting to know how they were going to eventually come to a head. But more importantly, you would get so wrapped up into a couple of chapters that would be Kiru. Let's say you would do chapters 3, 4, and 5 of just Kiru. Well, then for six, you go over to Majima. But I promise you, when you go to make that switch, you don't want to because that story is so good. Then you go and you play as Majima, and after an, a chapter or two, when you go to switch back to Kiru, you're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't care about that twist anymore. I want to stay on this one. Like, I mean, they're just two well-done stories that has you on the hook the entire game. And then I got to say... Tying it into Yakuza Kiwami, the thing that's going to stick out most of my mind for Yakuza Kiwami, and it's a major positive for Zero, is just how well Zero ties into Kiwami. I mean, I highly recommend if you're going to start with this series, you start with Zero because it builds so many things that I think I would have played Kiwami not really realizing so much was there. I mean, Zero is kind of the perfect prequel game. It really is. I, I know in a lot of media whether it's books or uh, movies tv shows they go and they do a prequel series or a prequel movie whatever and there's some inaccuracies that don't tie up right well yakuza zero does that perfectly with kwami it shows a relationship that i think if you just played kwami you would just think a certain way of i think if you played kwami then zero it wouldn't have the impact as playing zero then kwami but Speaking of just Kiwami now, Yakuza Kiwami, this has got to be considered one of the best remakes in gaming. If you go and watch how the original Yakuza game was played from the way the city was sectioned off, you really appreciate how now it's an open world. Not only that, but the way the fighting is now seamless. And honestly, we go back to uh, Zero and then you play Kiwami, 
Kawami actually has a better camera and it's set farther back and it just, it really is just fantastic. And then I gotta say, Kawami, as much as I enjoyed Zero and its sub stories, Kawami really got me with their sub stories. I mean, from one that had me, you know, it was multiple different unrelated sub stories, but what happened is every reward I got for one would end up paying off in the other one to eventually I kept trading them and midway through the game, this guy needs one reward I have and it saves his life. And it's really cool because you don't realize for a while that they're interconnected because story-wise they're not, but it's that act of giving your reward to get something new that kind of connects them all. On top of that, there's a great one where Kiru is confronted with a, a young boy who wants to buy a uh, adult magazine that just absolutely cracks me up, man. It's a great, like... <laughs> Like, what do you do situation? It would crack me up. And there's one that, throughout the entire game, and I think they do it in Zero as well, you, there's people on the side that just keeps handing out pocket tissues. Now, I'm not from Japan. I don't know why people are giving out pocket tissues. It plays off in a hilarious and awesome sub-story in Kiwami that just has stuck with me. But, I mean, it's just the fact that Kiwami is just such a well-made remake. We need more remakes like this. The only remake that I think comes close is the Resident Evil 2 remake. I mean, Kiwami is fantastic. But speaking of Kiwami, let's go to Kiwami 2. And I gotta tell you this, Kiwami 2 is just, it's just amazing. I'm gonna put it out there. When I think about Kiwami 2, I just, thought, I just can't stop talking about how much I love this game. And a lot of it has to do with that upgrade system. By the first hour, I was getting into just the game itself. But man, when I figure out how that upgrading system works and how everything you do ties into it. So everything you do is making you better. Not only that, but there's drinks you can drink that, uh, you know, when you get into the random street fights, that in Zero and Kiwami, I got to the point I ran away from them because I just got tired and they got kind of tedious always running into these things. Well, in Kiwami too, because I could drink a drink that when I fought them, I'd get more money from it. Or when I fought them, I'd get more XP, which would make me, you know, obviously be able to get more uh, items, more... Um, upgrade points I, I'm, I'm trying i'm losing my words here basically get more abilities is what i'm trying to say i just really got into it i got into more of those fights in fact for half the game i had an item equipped that would cause me to get more fights uh but in the cool twist of it there's also a drink you can take where you don't get into fights people stay away from you but again it's that upgrading system from needing to eat which was awesome because you can increase your hunger gauge and speed up your hunger gauge so you eat more and increase how much you can eat because that takes the place of having to always rely on healing items and then the best part about it is it's cheaper to eat to heal up and you get a lot of xp from doing it so i absolutely loved it it was the upgrade system and then i mean you have a great story then you have an amazing villain you have a great combat style it's probably still my favorite because it slimmed it down to just one fighting style uh where Zero has four, Kwame has three. This one only has one, and it's just, it's fantastic. I love Kwame 2. I cannot speak highly enough about Kwame 2 if you can't tell. Now, the next game I played was actually my fourth game in the series, but it's Yakuza 6, Song of Life. And it is Kiru's final uh, story. It's, it's kind of his retirement, if you will. And obviously, I missed three, four, and five. Like I said, I hope to get to them. But this game actually does a really great job of recapping what happened in those later installments. So if you're jumping to this game, you can kind of pick right up and go with it. Now, I'm going to use a harsh word to describe Yakuza, Yakuza 6 for me, excuse me. 
but that word is disappointment. Now, I should also say that it is 100% fair, unfair, excuse me, for me to say that because this is a very solid game. Uh, the disappointment for me, and this is where it's unfair, is Yakuza 6 came out before Yakuza Kiwami 2, and there are a lot of features that I love for Kiwami 2 that were in their initial and original stages in Kiwami, or I'm sorry, in Yakuza 6. So understand, most of the time, it's those little touches to those systems that made me love them so much in Kiwami 2. So while on the outside and jumping into the game, you're like, oh man, cool, this is just like Kiwami 2, there isn't those quality of life upgrades. Uh, for example, if you go into a restaurant in Kiwami 2, if you've already eaten that meal and, or food item, it's already got a check next to it. So if you're trying to complete that restaurant, it's very easy to figure out. Kiwami, or Yakuza 6 doesn't have that. So again, it's a small feature, but it really does a lot. And overall, there's a lot of that that does that. Uh, but let me just say, Yakuza 6 is an extremely solid game. The story's well done. It's a great personal story that actually ties up Kiru's time with the franchise really well. All the Yakuza staples uh, were in this game. It's still a lot of fun to play. I just couldn't help but be slightly disappointed with it, playing it only a few months after just loving Kiwami 2. It's not fair to Yakuza 6. I'll say that right out the gate. It is not fair, but I can't help it. Uh, unfortunately, I... I also have to wonder, had I played Yakuza 6, how much more I really would have liked it and just how amazing Kiwami 2 would have been. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't play it in that order. Kiwami 2 just, you know, it just puts a long shadow over Yakuza 6. It's unfair, but that's just my, uh, my thoughts on it. Now moving to Judgment. Again, Judgment is actually a spin-off game that features many of the same features, controls, and things that you love about the Yakuza series like the main city of Kamarocho. Now, this game, to my knowledge, was also the first game to feature English voice acting, and it's really well done here. So you don't have to feel, you know, kind of odd playing it. Yeah, it's still in Japanese, but it, it, they do a great job with it. I, I love the voice acting in this game. And what I really take away from this game, what I really take away from Judgment, is this is the kind of game that I had been wanting to play for a long time. I just didn't know it was Judgment, and that is, it is an action-style detective game. Now, granted, I played this game about six months after it came out, so it's not like I waited too long, but it is, in a nutshell, the same basic gameplay as Yakuza with the same staples, you know, getting to go to the arcades and sub-stories and side cases, which is really just sub-stories, by the way. But what the cool thing is, is how the detective aspect comes into play. You'll be doing things like following people, which, I mean, those are hit or miss, but finding and searching for clues. Then you can put those clues together and then solving the case. Like, all of that works so well together, and you got another great story. And I actually thought the lead in this game was a really charismatic uh, character. I really enjoyed a lot about this game. Just another great quality game from this series. Alright guys, what I've loved about this series as a whole comes down to two major things. One, it's the stories. I mean, you take Yakuza 0 for example, and it's really about, of all things, a small back alley. That leads to some backstabbing, that leads to a crazy, massive 
you know, feuding over this area that has these major ripple effects on series stars Kiru and Machima. On top of that, you go to something like Judgment that starts off with this random murder that becomes this huge conspiracy thriller dealing with a cure for Alzheimer's. I mean, all these stories start off as seemingly small concepts and they just grow into these massive, multi-layered stories that always pay off. Even if I can point out and say some of the story in Yakuza 6 didn't fully land, they're still really good games, really good stories. The other reason is the immersion. From the way you have friends, you have side jobs, restaurants, arcades to kill time in, you really feel like you're living in the shoes of Kiru. Kamurocho becomes a town you grow to love, and at this point, I know my way around that town better than I know my own neighborhood. The only thing this series is seriously needing for somebody like me is the option to dress your character in multiple outfits. Usually you can do that like post-game, but man, if they had a clothing store and you just go in there and buy whatever you'd want to, different shirts and pants, oh, this game, I'd never finish this game. I love that in games. That's one thing these games are missing. Overall, I've had a lot of fun with this series. I was so apprehensive about whether I should play or not. I'm glad I finally did last year. What's funny is when I was playing Zero, I figured I'd play the rest of the games over time. But what I didn't expect is to finish Zero and be like, you know what, I'm going to start Kwame and get the chance to start in a couple months. And then a couple months later, go to Judgment. Then a couple months later, go to 2. Then go to 6 and just keep on rolling with it. I never would have thought I would be 5 games deep in just over a year, especially when you consider how much time I put into each one of these games. And I'm still excited, like I said in the beginning of this episode, for the chance to get to play the Yakuza Collection of 3, 4, and 5 and get that full, complete story. I gotta even say, I'm not a guy that's really into turn-based games, but I love this series so much. Yakuza 7 is turn-based, and I'm already excited to play that game whenever I get the chance to. Overall, guys, I have loved this series and I highly recommend it to any and everyone who is curious about it. Or just if you come across this and you go watch Yakuza, go try out one of the Yakuza games. With that being said, if you have played it, I would love to know your thoughts on it. If you have any questions, shoot them to me right here at thegraveyardgamer at gmail or thegraveyardgamer on Instagram. I always try to update and post pictures there, but almost daily you can actually see me on Twitter at the Graveyard G, where I'm trying to post pictures daily of what I'm playing, so you can kind of keep up with me that way. But until next time, guys, I'll be creeping on the graveyard. <laughs>